always being humble always uh, know where you come from don't forget where you come from no no know what made you the person you are today and i think keep uh, to keep on to keep on working hard to keep on uh pushing even when it's it's tough cuz no one said it was going to be easy Welcome to the City Voice podcast. I am joined by an incredibly special guest, first-time appearance uh, for Jabula Brom. How yeah. you doing? I'm good. How are you? Man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you've got a nickname at the training ground. I call you Jabs. Yeah, and Stopper. Yeah, is that Jabs is it okay stopper. to call you Jabs today? Yeah, that's Jabs fine. and Stopper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that for your exceptional defensive work in yeah. midfield that you've been doing. Right. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. Fans will get on that. Yeah. Fans, we need a song around Stopper. <laughs> um, Thank you for joining us for the podcast. We appreciate your time. Fans are going to be really excited um, to hear from you. I think yeah. you've you, you've been in great form recently. How are you adapting to the city? I mean, um, at first it was a, a bit difficult because coming to like it, it's my first time coming to a different country. But I think uh, the team really helped me a lot to like adapt. My teammates have been there for me. My coaches, the technical team in. Everyone in the technical team in general have been there for me. They try to guide me. I think it's been been fantastic uh, journey for me uh, to learn like a few things about America, like the style, the culture, everything. So it's been fantastic so far. You like uh, you like American culture? You adapting to it? Nah, I like the fashion. I like the fashion. You like America. the fashion? Yeah, yeah. I love this. I love this T-shirt that you're wearing. Uh, show the show the camera. So you can see it. Look at that. Unbelievable. You are a top, top dresser. We like, uh, we sit in the content room before the games and we watch your uh, your fits come up. Always, always a surprise in there. Yeah, thank you so much. I always try to look my best every time. They say you when you when you look good, you feel good and then you play good. So I always try to feel good. Well, you're certainly playing good at the moment. That's for sure. And we're going to talk yeah. about that a little bit later on. Um, we've got the Tim Parker section. It's just labeled fun. So we've got some yeah. super serious questions for you to answer. Um, that'll hopefully get people to to know a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite South African dish? Uh, it must be pap, chicken, and gravy soup. Pap, yeah. chicken soup, yeah, gravy. Yeah. Do you make it for yourself here? Nah, not really. I, I haven't. They, I think they don't have a maize meal here in in the US, so I can't like cook pap. So. I have to like settle for like mashed potatoes because yeah. it's more similar thing as a uh, pap. So yeah, that's what pretty much I eat. Did you get some? Time. Did you get some pap when you went back on the international break? Yeah, definitely for sure I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lovely. Did. Yeah, who, I did. who is your favorite player? But it cannot be Messi or Ronaldo. I think I have quite a few yeah. in my position. So I, in terms of defending, I like uh, Kante. He's one of my best uh, best midfielders, and in terms of playing and reading the game, intelligent on the field, I like uh, Sergio Busquets because he, re- he reads the, the the game very well, in in position and out of position. I also like uh, Casemiro. Yeah, I like his feistiness on the field and his intelligence also on the ball. You've been enjoying him playing for Manchester United. To be honest, I haven't really watched a lot of Manchester United games. Yeah. So I'm a Man City and Madrid fan. So while he's, when he was still at Madrid, I used to watch him a lot. But now that he's no more at Madrid, I don't really watch uh, Man United games. Ah, okay, <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, 
What is the best stadium you've ever played in? Mm. Is it comes with the crowd or just the stadium, the field? and all Just that? one that you go to and you're like, I love this. Like it's the fans, it's the architecture, it's everything. I think I have a couple, to be honest. I think we, we have the best, uh, the best stadium, to be honest. And our supporters are amazing. They yeah. Are, I feel like personally one of the best supporters in the league. And also back home, it's uh, FNP. They're, I think it's one of the best stadiums I've ever played played in, cause of like uh, the field and the history there. Cause obviously, some of the great players played there. Like the World Cup was there, so it's one of my best uh, best stadiums also. And the, the supporters back home were, were massive, especially when we used to play uh, Soweto Derby. We used to go crazy down there. So I think I have like a couple. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite thing about living in St. Louis so far? <laughs> I always look forward for the games because we have amazing supporters. I like being on the pitch, doing my job, and pretty much it's being at work, pretty much it's being inside the field, training. Yeah. Nothing outside football, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is your cheat day food? If you're allowed to eat anything you want, what do you go for? Cheat day food, I think, because now uh, I don't eat uh, meat anymore because of my face. I yeah. have to cut meat. So I usually go for like a veggie burger. Veggie burger? Yeah, I, I mostly buy it at uh, Burger King. So that's pretty much it. Oh, nice. I have sometimes have fries on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your pregame music? What do you listen to to get you in the zone? I listen to gospel, yeah. Tasha Coops. I listen to Sinatch. Pretty much, yeah, that's it. I listen to to gospel just to calm to calm me down, calm my nerves. Yeah, yeah. great. Um, who is the funniest player in the St. Louis City dressing room? Definitely <laughs> Indy. <laughs> yeah, must be Indy. Yeah, he's one of the funny guys in the in the in the changing room. Always plays around. Always sings, dance. So he's, he's one of the funny guys in the changing room, definitely. A few people have said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and who do you sit next to on the plane? On the plane? Yeah. I mean... So it's Nico Edu behind me. Because, like, the plane is big, so we usually have, our like, our own seats. Yeah. And then behind me, it's Edu, and then in front of me, it's Nico... And then on the side, it's it's Josh. I think it's Josh, yeah. Do you keep it the same for we like... We keep it the same. Most, it the same. Most of the time, we keep it the same, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, okay, so let's um, let's talk a little bit about you growing up in football. Yeah. Um, can you tell the St. Louis fans what soccer in South Africa is like? What's the, what's the culture like? <laughs> uh, I think back home, it's more of dribbling and... It's like arts, like players on the field. They like to like showcase their skills. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like arts. Like we have like a lot of talented players on the ball, especially. It's, uh, I don't know if you guys call it showboating here, but yeah. we, we, call, we have a different name back home. So yeah, it's more of like dribbling, like expressing yourself, like just enjoyment. 
Is it one of the more important games in South Africa? Because you're big rugby fans. There's a lot of rugby in South Africa. Is like soccer, which is the... I think, to be honest, it's soccer. Soccer yeah. comes first. Yeah, rugby is, is second. I mean, but most, most uh, people in South Africa, they love soccer. I think also it's because of the history, like... Uh, we used to have like great players, Dr. Kumalo, Jomosono. So I think that's like that's why that's why most people love soccer because of the history, what the the legends have done for the country, and also I think two thousand and I think it's two thousand and six we won the the Africa Cup of Nations. So I think yeah, it's pretty much soccer. Um, who got you into soccer? Was it like family or friends, or is it just being in a place that really loves it? I think it runs in 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 my family, cause they told me my grandma used to play soccer, my grandfather, my mom, my dad, some of my cousins played soccer. So to be quite honest, I think it's something that runs in the family. But I started, uh, I got introduced in soccer by my dad, cause I remember I, I used to stay with him. He used to like buy me balls every 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 weekend, not every weekend, like every month. When he comes back from work, he used to bring me a soccer ball. And then that's, I think that's when I started loving soccer. Were you always, um, were you always a midfielder growing up or did you sort of dance around the pitch? <laughs> it's, it's really funny because at primary, I used to play striker. Striker? Yeah, I used to be a striker. And then uh, growing up, obviously, I started lifting weights and then I lost my technique. I lost my speed. And then... Uh, when I went for trials at uh, my previous team, Kaiser Chiefs, and then they converted me to like a midfielder. Yeah, that's pretty much where, yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, you you adapted to it really well. Um, yeah, I also played as a, as a centre-back. A centre-back, okay. Center so back. that's where the defensive part of your game comes from. Yeah, because where back home, like they don't, they like like centre-back who are good on the ball. So I was a midfielder and then they converted me into a centre back. Ah. Yeah. And um, how did you get to the Kaiser Chiefs? So uh, I think it was 2014 September. There was a guy back home. He told me like he was going to like put me in the team. And then I had to meet him in uh, one of the Kaiser Chiefs training facility. Yeah. And then when I got there, the guy, the guy was in there because we had to pay him. Me and my, my mom had to pay him. And then I think he ran with the money. And then I called my mom. I was like, what do I do now? Because I'm already here. And then she was like, no, just go ask uh, the coaches. Just try, like, just try and see, like, where, where you end up. And then I went to, to the office. I spoke to Coach Conti. Back, back then, he was a sporting director for the, for the development team. And then I spoke to him and then he told me the date. He said the trials were in September 28, 2014. And then I came back and then that's where all the journey started. And then I was the chosen one. Coach, uh, Coach Ryder was the one who, who spotted me. How did that feel when a team as big as the Kaiser Chiefs were like, we want you to come and play here? I mean, it's back home is every young player's dream to play for... For Kaiser Chiefs, I was I was so happy, I was so excited. Actually, I couldn't even believe it. When I got home, like even my mom couldn't believe. She was like, "Yeah, I told you, I told you to go try." Because 
when I got there, I wanted to, I wanted, I just wanted to go back home. And then, yeah, it happened. And then they took me and then that's where everything started. Was your mom a big driving force in your career? Yeah, she's been a, she's been a pillar for me, to be honest, because uh, we had like, I had, I had my own difficulties back, uh, back home. And sometimes I wanted to quit football because things weren't going my way. But she was the one who was always encouraging me to keep on trying to keep on praying, to keep on working hard. So she's, she's been the, the, the pillar in my journey, to be honest. When did you, like, a, so you get into the, the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. When did you know that you were going to be, did, did you think that you were going to break into the first team? Or, or was that like a big, big <laughs> to, challenge? To be, quite, to be quite honest, I really didn't think I was going to, because we have so many talented players back home, like, some players, uh, to be honest, they 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 better than me. But I think what what made me made me to be different. It's, it's the hard hard working, the drive, the mentality that I had. Just keep I just kept on kept on wanting to go forward. Wanted to improve each and every training session. I pushed myself at training because I uh, remember when they took me into the academy. Like uh, we stayed at the clubhouse, and then I used to train like three times a day. So in the morning before I go to school and then we go to school, we come back training with the team. And then because like, where we stayed, we had like soccer fields outside. I used to like train at night also. So I think for me, what's, what stood out for me, it's the, the hard work and the mentality I had. When, when did you find out that you were going to get a debut for the first team? So I was with the, the second team back home. And then apparently all, because... I also played as a right back. So apparently all the right backs from the, the senior team, they, they got injured. And then because also like coach Ernst Middendorp, he was, he, was, he was a former coach uh, at uh, Kaiser Chiefs. He also believed in young players. So I, I don't know what happened, but I think they wanted to like convert one player from, sorry, they wanted to convert one player from the senior guys to play right back, but he was like, "No, just bring me uh, Blom because he's he's a natural right back." So that's where all, everything started. I remember my first game was against uh, Golden Arrows. Uh, I think I created a penalty for the team. Yeah, it was one of the great moments. Was it a home game or was it away? Yeah, it was a home game. A home game. What <laughs> were the fans like? I mean, we don't really like get a lot of fans when we play like uh, small teams back home. It's like maybe few people. So I wouldn't really say there were fans in the stadium. What, um, could you talk to us a little bit about, just explain how big Kaiser Chiefs are in, in South Africa as a team? Mm, I don't know where to start, but I would think I know a bit of a history Kaiser Chiefs because... I know that uh, our chairman, uh, chairman back home, Kaiser, uh, Mr. Kaiser, he he used to play at I think for Atlanta Chiefs here. I don't know if the MLS. He played for Atlanta Chiefs, and then I heard that when he went back home from America, and then he went back home. That's when he started Chiefs. I think it he it's from it's it's the love from the the the, the Atlanta Chiefs he played for here, and then he took the name uh, Chiefs, and then he, he also like put on his surname, and then it was Kaiser Chiefs. And also, like, Kaiser Chiefs is a, I think it has, a, like, a rich history. Because I uh, remember one of my coaches back home told me that, like, 
uh, I think it's uh, Kaiser Chiefs and Pirates, like where one both teams that had like, because I think they back back then like there were a lot of fighting between the townships and I think Kaiser Chiefs and Pirates were the teams that combined everybody like the unity and stopped they they stopped like fighting and the violence. So I think that's why like people love Kaiser Chiefs and also it's known on how they uh, the the legends played on the pitch like they had like so many great players as I said Dr Kumalo, uh, Shakes. So I think it's it's the joy they 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 bring like to the supporters they they bring to the supporters and they won they won so many trophies. And um, South African fans. Uh, like anybody that's working the social media channels for St. Louis City SC knows that you've brought a <laughs> huge following over from South Africa. We know that at 2 a.m. here, yeah. if there's a post about you, <laughs> they're on it. Yeah. Uh, you featured in our early uh, kit launch video because the, the, the South African fans were demanding to see you. Yeah. How does it feel to know that so many people from back home uh, are following your journey? I mean, I'm forever grateful for that because sometimes... As a player, like outside home, you need the support, like from 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 the fans, from everyone outside home. So I think they've been they've played a huge impact in my career. Some were negative, some were positive, but I really appreciate them, like for for supporting me each and every time. I'm really grateful, and I think yeah, man, like I love them. They're very loyal to me, so I really appreciate that. And. Um- just talking back to your um, career um, at the Chiefs, yeah. what what did it, what was the biggest learning for you in South Africa as a as a, as a player? Like what did uh, in, in the professional game? Like what did uh, what was the biggest lesson that you sort of taken here? I think for me, it's uh, always being humble. Always uh, know where you come from. Don't forget where you come from. Know 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 what made you the person you are today. And I think keep, uh, to keep on to keep on working hard, to keep on uh, pushing, even when it's it's tough, because no one said it was gonna be easy. So I think, yeah, it's work, always working hard, not forgetting where I come from, and know what know, know the struggles and what made me the the person I am today. So moving on to uh, St. Louis City, yeah, like your. You're obviously turning heads in yeah. South Africa with your performances. When did St. Louis City come on the radar for you? When did you find out that Lutz was interested? So uh, I think I heard it from one of my teammates. I think, I don't know how, but he, he mentioned it that like uh, there is a team in the MLS that is that is an expansion team, blah, 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 and then I also heard it from my agent, and then my agent, he's the one who told me that like they were interested, they they wanted they wanted me to to come over. It was actually in December when everything was finalized, because obviously me and the team back home we went back and forth. So yeah, I think it was in December. I was at home with my family, and then got a call from my from my agent. He told me that like everything is finalized. Yeah. You, going over and yeah so happy did you speak to Lutz hmm let me try to remember yeah, I think I think they called 
Yeah, we had we had a Zoom, we had a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. What did he say to you? No, he told me like, actually, he was just like telling me about the city, about the showing me the the facilities, just telling me about the, about the team in general, the players, the guys, that they were so excited to have me. It was just like general work work stuff, like showing me the facility, showing me the the area, and yeah. Did it help the the coach is a South African? that had played for the national team. Did that fact, did that make you feel more at home? I mean, I would like to say it did, but you know, home is home, to be honest. Like when you're not home, you're not home. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not taking away what the coach, the technical team have, have done for me. It's, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing like this if they didn't welcome me with open hands. You know what I mean? As I said, like, work part, I like to be at the facility. I like to be to play games. I love our supporters. I love everyone, the staff. Everyone is so amazing, man. How has the team been for you? Like when you landed and you got into the dressing room, what was your sort of overall feeling of, uh, of the people that were in it? I think when I landed, the team was uh, in camp in, I think, in Miami. They had like, uh, I think they had like a dinner, the players' dinner. And then that's where I got there and I was like so quiet because I don't know anyone and Obviously, they welcomed me very well. Like, Becky, the captain, like, everyone, man. Like, they were so, so, so good to me. So, yeah. And the style of um, football is very specific. Like, the coach has got, uh, you know, his philosophy that he's implementing here. Um, how easy was it to adapt compared to how you played in South Africa? To be honest, it wasn't easy because the tempo here is different. Here yeah, they play so fast, they play quick. So when I got here, like a training, I used to lose a lot of balls. Sometimes I would get angry at myself. But at, with time, and then I got to like go, get into the rhythm. Cause back home we used to like our build up was very slow. Like we play slow, and then here like you just like we play we play quick. Like tempo, like everything is like advanced. So it wasn't it wasn't easy for me to adapt, but it took me a while. But with uh, what the coaches have done, they really helped me, the technical team, and the guys in the team. And the the you seem to have d- adapted well. You've had a nice run in the team. Fans are paying attention yeah. to how you play in midfield. Could you describe like what your role is in the in the team generally for? I mean, everyone, everyone will know, but it's always good to hear from yeah. the person playing the role. I think my role is pretty much easy. It's uh, helping the team to defend or like intercepting the balls when the, the opponents try to, to, to launch a counter-attack on us. I intercept the balls and start the play for the team. And when we have the ball, I have to like uh, advance the team into like the final third, I play those passes to AZ, Edu, our creative player in front. So I'm the link between the strikers, the tens, and the, and the defenders. So I'm the middleman. Do you like um, playing in those tight spaces? Bradley says that you like playing in those pockets. Do you, do you enjoy the battles that you get into on the pitch? Yeah, I, I really, I really like it because it gets me thinking, it gets me gets me thinking it gets me it takes the be- the best out of me it makes me takes the creativity creativity part out of me so i like i like playing under pressure 
think it's the only thing that gets the be- the best out of me. So I like playing in tight spaces. Uh, I like combination play. So yeah. And how, how have you felt the the physicality of the league matches up to what you were used to? Like, do, is it more physical, less yeah. physical? Yeah, I think here yeah, it's more it's more physical. It's more physical. Back home, it's you do get teams that are physical, but it's it's not that physical. It's not that that really physical. But here, when I got here, they used to like push me on the ball. I used to complain, but then obviously, uh, the Gerard is really helping me a lot to improve my physical physicality. And I think I've been I've been doing so great, to be honest. What's been your favorite part of the season so far? Hmm. For me, I think it's our first game as a team when we won away when we won our game away from uh, in Austin. Yeah, I think that was a that was a great part of it's still the great part of of the season for me because obviously no one really expected us to to beat Austin. No one really didn't believe in us, but we managed to like to to overcome like the 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 circumstances the the critics we had before the league started and i mean i give the credit to the guys the technical team the coaches you guys everyone around st louis fans cuz you are the only guys that believed in us so i think that's that's still that's still the best part of uh the season for me cuz after that game everyone started to notice us so we're still top of the western conference yeah uh, fans are starting to dream are you dreaming as a player is the, are you are you thinking you know you've been there for you've been at the top for a long time now are you are you thinking about the playoffs or the potential of yeah yeah i believe in the guys i believe in myself the team i think if we can apply our principles and keep on going the way we do and obviously having the support that we do have with the everyone involved in the team with you guys the supporters technical team i think if we keep on going this way i think we'll stand a good chance in playing in the playoffs i believe we'll play in the playoffs you believe yeah for sure definitely if we keep on applying ourselves correctly uh our principles correctly working as a unit working as a team i think we'll play in the playoffs we definitely going there that's really exciting to hear yeah um just a, a a final question the the fans in the stands they love you they're yeah. really enjoying your game um i wondered if you had like a a message like a sort of parting message for the fans uh, all i can say is that we love you guys uh even when we lose games like you with us you behind us so we really really appreciate that and we wish you can keep on supporting us cuz even like when we play away games we have small group of our supporters in the corner uh we really appreciate you guys and we we go out every game just to play for you guys and the team everyone involved and we we willing to put to put our our best on the field to give you what you guys deserve what you guys paid for and if we if you continue supporting us the way you do and we continue play the way we play i think we is we seeing the playoffs what a great message uh thank you for joining us on this podcast that was absolutely fascinating i think yeah. the fans are going to love that if you are listening to it make sure you leave a comment uh so that we know how much you enjoyed that 
good luck with the rest of the season. And uh, to everybody listening, um, we'll be back again next week with another episode. Thank you for listening to The City Voice. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you.